Welcome to the Porn Free, Shame Free podcast, produced by Caleb Micah Ministries. We hope God uses this resource to help you pursue freedom found only in Jesus. Well, hey, welcome back to the Porn Free, Shame Free podcast. I am Josh Proctor, and uh, I'll be walking us through our podcast episode today. I just want to right off the bat say that today's episode is really hard. Um, maybe you think a lot of these are hard, a lot of these are intense, and they are when you're dealing with pornography and sexual sin, but today's is especially hard and painful and intense. We've been looking at these things called blast, this idea of bored, lonely, angry, afraid, sad, stressed, shame, tired, and how those types of feelings, feeling bored, feeling lonely, feeling afraid, angry, etc., can lead to things like acting out in pornography, sexual sin, etc. Um, but the um, last podcast that we did, we added an A, not just angry and afraid, but also ADHD and how pornography and ADHD um, play together. And you can check out that podcast if you want. ADHD is this incredible gift that one has, um, but can also be difficult at times to know how to function with. It's a gift that God gives Um but it also comes with some ramifications that are negative, some of those related to pornography. Another A that we want to talk about today is the A of abuse, and specifically sexual abuse. And I know as soon as I say that, like some of you want to turn it off um, because it's just it, it just feels too gross or too dirty for you. Some of you like immediately want to turn it off because of your own personal pain. I'm just asking. Um, in Jesus' name, by the power of his blood, the power of his Holy Spirit, will you just try to hang with us on this podcast episode today as we try to give hope um, to the one who's been a victim of sexual abuse, as well as we also try to provide hope for the ones who are trying to help folks who are recovering from sexual abuse and just how those relate to pornography and other aspects of sexual sin. So let me right off the bat say, at Porn Free, Shame Free, we um, work exclusively um, on the male side, and in, you know, most of who I connect with are young men, but uh, there's also a, a website out there that's great for females um, who struggle in the sexual sin arena, and also, as I share something like today, as we talk about sexual abuse, so if you want to check out AuthenticIntimacy.com, AuthenticIntimacy.com, great resource for you in this regard. As far as um, how this all ties together as it relates to pornography, there's four things that I want to walk through today. One, two, three, four. For what a person who has walked through sexual abuse needs, and in particular, if that sexual abuse has led to pornography or other aspects of sexual sin. Number one, what I believe that person needs is trauma therapy. You know, when I was younger, I tried to be all things to all people and, hey, I can help you with this. Hey, I can help you with that. The reality is when someone walks through something as intense and hard as sexual abuse, I'm not the best person to help them. And I have to have enough humility within myself to say that. So if you're watching this and you're wanting to help people, I say praise the Lord for that. But maybe you can't be all things. Maybe you can't do everything. So what I tell the guys that I help who come to me um, with a pornography struggle in their life, sexual sin struggle in their life, and this is part of their past. I say, look at it this way. I'm not leaving you. I'm not abandoning you. I'm still with you. But I'm not gonna start helping you 
first. Like when our connections are gonna be real relational, real laid back, like, and for me, I'm really intense, that's hard. Like, um, but we're just gonna be laid back and we're just gonna try to just encourage you on your journey as you're going through trauma therapy. Sometimes the trauma therapy is so intense, they wanna stop meeting with me for a season and so I'll encourage them through phone calls or through texts. But the idea is, what I tell them is, if, you, if I was a physical therapist and you came to me and you tore your ACL, you would not go to a physical therapist to strengthen your knee with a torn, ACL, a torn ACL. You would actually go to a surgeon. So for a person who has um, been a victim of sexual abuse, they don't necessarily need to go to someone like myself who's gonna pour into them from a life coaching, mentoring type of perspective. What they really need is someone who's gonna do surgery. And a trauma therapist is equipped to do surgery like that. And after they've done several sessions with the trauma therapist, then someone like me can come alongside and starting to help. Just like a surgeon repairs the ACL and then a physical therapist comes alongside to help. So let me illustrate why this is so important. In the brain, when you experience a trauma, what wires together fires together. And so when there are memories of trauma, that are related to sex, what often happens is just a distortion of sex and sexuality, not because of anything that the victim did, but because of what was done to them. And something like trauma therapy can come along and try to help separate some of that wiring and firing in the brain. And they do that through a type of trauma therapy. Now there's several of those. The one I love the most is what's called EMDR. EMDR. And if you want to Google EMDR to learn more about trauma therapy, go for it. But I would say a victim of sexual abuse needs trauma therapy like an EMDR type trauma therapy to help their brain and their heart heal. The second thing they need is they need to know that there's no shame. A lot of times a victim of sexual abuse does not even know, they're not even aware of the role that shame plays in their life. But make no mistake about it, when a person has experienced something as awful as sexual abuse, shame plays a massive role in their life. And so what they need to know is that there is a God in heaven who meets us in our deepest pains and he meets us in our shame. Genesis three with Adam and Eve, you see Jesus come to the garden, the Godhead, if you will, God, the father, God, the son, God, the Holy spirit, you know, three distinct persons, one God, you see the Godhead come to be with them in the midst of their shame. A person of sexual, a victim of sexual abuse needs to know that somebody wants to be with them. But also what we say about God at Porn Free, Shame Free, as we quote from the Bible, is that God is the God of comfort and wants to comfort us in our deepest pain. And we see that like in Romans chapter eight, where the Holy Spirit intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words, that God wants to meet us in our deepest pain, that when we don't know what to pray, he prays for us. And oh, for a sexual abuse victim to know that there's a way to go through trauma therapy to help with this pain. But there's also a God in heaven and there are God's people who are going to treat me with no shame and who are going to meet me in the midst of my deepest pain. Number three, what they need is to really know 
that there's a safe place. Guys, I wanna make sure that I say this you know, clearly and articulately so there's no confusion. So just hang with me and be patient on the podcast as I'm explaining. There's this idea that when a person has been sexually abused, there is something about pornography or even other aspects of sexual sin that can feel safe to a person who's been a victim of abuse like that. And you say, Josh, how is that? Honestly, I can't fully explain it because I don't even know if my brain's smart enough to, but I guarantee you a trauma therapist could. But what basically happens, it creates a false sense of safety, a false narrative in their life, if you will, and just a false security, and then ultimately like a false sense of understanding of sex and sexuality. And so you take this very painful traumatic experience and you've combined it with pornography or other aspects of sexual sin, and it just really confuses the person in their brain and in their heart. But what they long for is this safe place, this place where they can be desired. But you know, not all of desire is related to sex. We, we so much in our culture because it's so overly saturated with sex and it's just, you know, sex is everywhere that when we sometimes say the word desire, we just think of it as sexual. But what a sexual abuse victim needs to know is that someone wants a deep, intimate relationship with them. And deep, intimate relationship has nothing to do with sex. What if that person knew that there was a God in heaven who sent God the Son, Jesus Christ, to die on a cross, to you know, die on that cross for all of the things we've done wrong, for all of our sin, so that we could be forgiven so that we could experience relationship with God in this life and when we die in heaven the next. Maybe you're watching this and you've never given your life to Christ. This would be my chance to say in your deepest pain and your deepest shame if you're a victim of sexual abuse or if you're watching this and you're just like, I just struggle with with different aspects of sin, whether it be pornography or other stuff. This is the moment where Jesus is saying, come to relationship with me. But specifically as it relates to this podcast, what if a victim of such a horrible act knew that God wanted to be with them in this and that he sent Jesus to be that safe place, not a sexual safe place because Jesus does not desire anything like that with us. Revelation 3.20 says that Jesus is knocking on the door of the hearts of the people who follow him and he's saying, I wanna eat with you. I don't know about you, but who I eat with are people that I'm closest to. And I'm telling you straight up, Jesus wants relationship with all of us that's deep, that's relational, that's intimate. He only wants it. He desires us close-knit, intimate, non-sexual, close-knit, personal, relational connection. If the victim of sexual abuse knew that Jesus wants to meet them in their shame, that Jesus wants to meet them in their pain, that Jesus desires them and desires deep, intimate, relational, personal connection with them. It can be a game changer. So they need trauma therapy. They need to know there's no shame. They need to know that there's a safe place and that his name is Jesus. But finally, what they need is this thing called God's comfort. Now, if you've watched 
the Porn Free Shame Free podcast, then you know that we do deal with different aspects. And we've recently um, been dealing with different aspects of what leads us to pornography. And one of those that we looked at was sadness. And what we talked about is how sadness needs to be comforted and comforted by God. And so you could go back and look at that podcast and how God meets us um, in our pain and our sadness and how he wants to comfort us in it. But just briefly, let me talk about comfort at the end of this podcast. For a person who is a victim of sexual abuse, it's not their fault. It was something that was done to them. And a trauma therapist can really help them unpack some of that. And the no shame, the no shame piece, even if they're not even aware of the role that shame's playing, can really help with that. And seeing Jesus as a safe place can really help with that. But one of the things that helps with that is the, no, this isn't my fault. In fact, this was a pain that was done to me. And with this pain and this hurt and this deep sadness that came from this deep pain and this deep hurt, I just need to be loved on. I have a bunch of children. I'll tell you what, when they hurt themselves, when they skin a knee, when they fall, they don't need their dad to give instruction about how not to fall next time. You know, a victim doesn't need to be taught, hey, here's some things you might want to watch out for in the future. A lot of times the victims of sexual abuse are children. And let me say this at this part in the podcast, no sexual abuse is created equally. Especially if you've experienced it as an adult, that's way different than experiencing it as a child. But the four things that I'm walking through, trauma therapy, no shame, safe place, God's comfort, applies to all aspects of sexual abuse. Oh, would a victim of sexual abuse know that God wants to comfort them in their pain, that God wants to love on them even though they got really hurt. It talks about this in scripture, Matthew chapter five, verse four, in the Bible, in the New Testament. He talks about how blessed are those who mourn for they shall be comforted. So I have to grieve this pain that was done to me. He talks about the fact that we need to weep with those who weep in Romans chapter 12, another book in the Bible, in the New Testament. When my kids fall, they just need me to weep with them. They need me to hold them and they can experience comfort that way. A victim of sexual abuse needs that as well. Maybe you're watching this and there's something that's part of your past and you've never told anyone. And you're like, I don't even know who to tell. And I'm not about to suggest who the first person is that you tell. But I am asking you, as a victim of sexual abuse, if you've never dealt with this in your life, would you have the courage today to seek out trauma therapy? Would you have the courage today to cry out to God so he can meet you in your shame? That's not your fault. That you may not even be aware is there. Would you cry out to God? Would you cry out to his son, Jesus, so he can be that safe place? Would you say, God, comfort me love on me. And again, like I said, there's a podcast I extensively did on this that you could learn more on this topic. Maybe you're watching this and you're a victim who has shared it, but maybe you've gotten horrible help along the way. Would God give you courage to do it one more time? Maybe you're watching this and you're a victim of this and and you have received help. Maybe this just encourages you. Maybe you're watching today and what you find is someone trying to help someone on the road to sexual freedom but you realize I'm not as equipped as I thought I was to help them 
And it's okay to humble myself and say, you need somebody besides me. I'm not going to leave you. I'm still going to be with you. No shame. I'm, I, I still want to be a safe place. I still want to point you to that safe place, Jesus. I want to comfort you. I want to have God put you in a position where God can comfort you, but I'm going to love you enough to say what you really need is a trauma therapist. Maybe you're a leader watching this and what the Lord is telling you right now, what God's telling you right now is for me to best help this person. They need some professional counseling in the trauma therapy world. And in my what I would recommend is a Christian counselor in the trauma therapy world. Guys, here's what I know. For all, I've tried so hard to not lose it emotionally through this podcast because guys, it's not a part of my past. Praise you, know, And I thank God for that. But it's a part of so many people that I've helped. It's a part of people that I love. And so my hope today is just that that Jesus would take this and give hope to you and speak hope into you if you're the victim and speak hope into you if the, you're the one trying to help one who is the victim. And I, and I close with this. All of the negative, hard, pain th- painful things that we've experienced, Jesus can bring redemption. Jesus can bring redemption. He can take our deepest pain and he can meet us there. And he can bring healing. God, I pray in Jesus' name that everything that I just shared, I'm sorry, guys. Just give me a minute. try again. God, I pray in Jesus' name that everything I just shared would bring hope and healing who needed it as they're watching or listening to this. God, bring that hope. Bring that healing. And we say it in your name. Amen. Guys, thanks for joining us on the podcast. And I my deepest desires, part of porn free, shame free, is that God would meet you on that journey to freedom.